Hi, CityCast listeners. It appears that the culture wars have engulfed bicycles in Houston in ways that make it even more dangerous to ride a bike. Talking with me about that today is Joe Cotrufo, the executive director of Bike Houston. It's Monday, October 24th, 2022. I'm Lisa Gray, and this is CityCast Houston. Hey, Joe. How are you this morning? I'm doing well. Thanks, Lisa. How are you? Oh, I'm great. So could you talk to me about the death of Shane McKinney? We've had a lot of bicyclists die, but his death was particularly shocking to me. McKinney was cycling with Pride Bike Ride Houston with about 50 to 70 other riders when Houston police say he lost control of his bike and fell into one of the traffic lanes and was hit and killed. And that car, um, after the initial strike, started to accelerate and actually ran, ran him over again and then continued down the roadway. Uh, Shane was killed by a driver while riding with a group, um, a regular Tuesday night ride known as Pride Ride, mm-hmm. which rides through Montrose. Um, and if you're not familiar with Montrose, Montrose is a neighborhood that is pretty bike friendly, all things considered. That's a relatively urban neighborhood. There's a good number of people on foot, people on bikes. When you're riding with a group, mm-hmm. there's at least a perception, and in many cases, actual safety in numbers. You know, you're more visible. People see a big group of bicyclists yeah. and they're able to navigate around it. I mean, as someone who doesn't ride frequently, I feel much safer in a group. So Shane was out on this pride ride. It was, what, October 19th. And what happened? As it's been reported, both in the media and through what I've heard from uh, David Laredo, who leads that ride. Mm-hmm. And if you take the police report at face value, which in this case, the official record is that Shane, quote, lost control of his bike. I'm not here to say that it's impossible for someone to lose control of their bike. It can happen. Mm-hmm. You have to wonder if maybe he was clipped by the driver and then fell yeah. and then struck that second time. But the official record is. He lost control of his bike, fell into the adjacent travel lane, was struck, and then run over um, by the driver of a out-of-state Mercedes E-Class. Police have still not identified the driver or found the vehicle. So that driver, I read that they accelerated and fled the scene. Yeah, it's pretty gut-wrenching to think about what the people who were riding with Shane saw. Maybe even more gut-wrenching to get inside the head of the driver if they did indeed accelerate mm-hmm. with any malice in their heart. It's unthinkable that someone would act that way. It's also not unbelievable because we've read these stories time and time again. It was just over a year ago that we heard about the driver in Waller County. That was the 16-year-old with that pickup that rolled coal. Cyclists are recovering tonight after investigators say a 16-year-old driving a pickup truck crashed into them. When I pulled up on the scene, I thought I was going to be pulling up the people that were dead. Chase Farrell is talking about his friends who were hit by a truck while they were training for the Ironman Marathon. A kid in a black truck attempted to uh, roll coal us. Rolled coal, as in blasted diesel exhaust intentionally, and then plowed into six bicyclists, sending all of them to the hospital. I worry that, you know, there is sort of an anti-bicycle mood afoot in Texas. And that was 
part of why I was paying so much attention last week when you tweeted about a political ad. You had a clip from an Alexandra Mueller ad. She's a Republican running for county judge against Lena Hidalgo. There's this ominous voice. Under Lena Hidalgo, Harris County has descended into crisis. Her radical crime policies have led to hundreds of murders, and her key advisors want to abolish prisons. She pretends funding bike trails and social workers is the same as law enforcement. You know, you tweeted that the humble bicycle trail is making its attack ad debut here in Harris County. When I thought about it, that ad was really, you know, sort of disturbing. Do you have any idea how bikes and bike paths got sucked into the culture wars? Things like bike trails are not um, exclusively Democrat or Republican, of course. Yeah. Uh, Just like roads, you know, Republicans use them, Democrats use them, everyone uses them. Um, And I think people can generally agree that bike trails are a good thing. Though we never intended for it, um, bike trails and, and bikes have become sucked into politics. You tend to hear every now and again in an election cycle from candidates who, whether or not they actually feel this way, or if the people who are funding them feel this way, that, you know, we've gone too far with the bike thing, um, that drivers are fed up. Whether or not that's true, Mm -hmm. we have spent decades and decades in Houston and Harris County, in Texas, in the in the whole United States, building our cities for one mode of transportation only. So it's been so unbalanced for so long. We're just trying to get it back to a, a an actual state of balance where people have choices and those choices are safe and easy and convenient. Right now in most of Harris County, you have one choice and that's driving. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Is this changing how you do your job as a bike advocate? Do you have to think about how you're phrasing things? Or are you reaching out to different people? We're a nonpartisan organization, of course. Mm-hmm. Lately, we've worked more closely with Democrats because they're the majority on city council. They're the majority on uh, Harris County Commissioner's Court. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean we don't work with Republicans. Of course we do. I mean, this is Texas. Right. But you are bike Houston. So you are working with whoever's in power in this area. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. You know, when we do statewide initiatives, we work with our partners at Bike Texas who are based in Austin. Most of the time we're talking with Republicans because they're in the majority in the state level. So it's it's not that, you know, Bike Houston or or groups like ours around the state or around the country have a political leaning or that we believe that bike trails are a democratic issue Mm -hmm. because they're all about quality of life. And I think that's one thing that in Houston and Harris County, everyone agrees 
we've still got room for improvement. You know, I understand that, and I've only lived in Houston for two two years. Yeah, I understand that improving quality of life has been a priority in this area for a generation or two. Yeah, because it it grew up as a city where you went to work, and not necessarily a city where you know people go on vacation. And I heard it surface as a business issue that businesses were having trouble recruiting employees. You know, you saw suddenly the energy corridor sprouting bike paths, which I think of as a Republican area. I'm sort of surprised. Yeah. In fact, my predecessor at Bike Houston actually used to run the energy corridor management district. (laughs) He's a big bike guy. (laughs) And it's true. I mean, you don't hear mayors across the country saying, hey, look at how wide our highways are. Come and work in Houston. <laughs> they say, hey, we've got light rail and we've got bike paths. And you know, this is a dynamic, diverse city with great restaurants. You know, We talk about the stuff that we've done intentionally at the local level to improve quality of life. All right. Well, let's talk about things that are actually concretely on the ballot. Um, right now, early voting has started in Houston. And there are actually a couple of bike issues for people voting in Harris County, right? Yeah, and I think not enough people know about them. Okay, so talk about it. What are they? Sure. And there are two that concern biking, and I don't think very many people know about them. So Proposition B, which is all about transportation, um, which would fund infrastructure both for cars, highways and roads, but also Um, infrastructure for pedestrians, bikes, and transit infrastructure. Uh, We're supporting that one. I believe it's uh, 900 million or up to 900 million. Yeah. And you don't know what percentage would go toward bike trails, but something. We don't know what the divide will be on that. But any fraction of that would build a lot of bike trail. Look, uh, Houston is going to be facing a really big budget gap in a couple of years. And if Harris County can pull up the slack in terms of helping to maintain and build bike infrastructure, uh, we're all for it. Yeah. And so Proposition C mm-hmm. is all about parks and trails. And I believe that one is $200 million. Again, this one is more focused on the quality of life. It's less focused on, say, transportation, but trails that double as transportation infrastructure for a lot of people who commute by bike. Uh, but also recreational trails and parks and that sort of thing. And, of course, we support that as well. How many deaths have there been this year in the area of bicyclists? Are we seeing more? Shane was the 11th person to die while riding a bike in Houston in 2022. We saw 11 killed in all of 2021. So I hate phrasing it this way, but it means we're on pace to see more in 2022 than we did in 2021. What that number doesn't include is another high-profile crash that happened just outside the city limits near Kingwood, but actually in Montgomery County, in unincorporated Montgomery County, where an eight-year-old was struck by a driver who, as it turns out, was, quote, messing with her sandwich while she was making a left turn in a residential area. And now an eight-year-old boy is dead. Oh, man. So are there ways to make biking safer in this area? Are there things that you're advocating for? I'm always quick to remind people that the safest places to ride a bike in the world are the places that have the most bike infrastructure or the most complete bike infrastructure, the places where 
people on bikes have their own dedicated rights of way. And where they don't, the streets are designed so that vehicles move slowly. And that type of environment, like when you build a city or a region around multimodal transportation, where drivers aren't able to go 45 miles per hour on residential streets, Mm -hmm. you create a culture where people look out for one another. We really don't have that here. So that is actually a cultural change that you're talking about. Right. And you can't make a cultural change if you don't make an infrastructure change. And you really don't see those infrastructure changes until you have policy changes, when you have people who are elected who prioritize these things. Wow. Thank you so much, Joe, for talking with us. It's been a pleasure, Lisa. That was Joe Catrufo with Bike Houston. Now, I'm here with CityCast producer Carleon Jones. Carly, what other news is happening around Houston today? Hey, Lisa. Early voting officially kicks off today in Harris County. That means that now, through November 4th, registered voters can vote at any early voting location and avoid the lines on Election Day. This is a super important election, y'all, so I encourage everyone to get out and cast their ballots. For voting locations and sample ballots, Go to harrisvotes.com. That's it for our show today. If you want to follow us on Instagram, look for at CityCastHouston. We will be back tomorrow. Talk with you then. Are you still there, AK?